welcome to episode four of the Wildcast. Today, we are talking to Dr. Nina Beltran, a pulmonary specialist, triathlete on the front lines of COVID-19. And this episode really just blows my mind. It's a lot of medical terms, but really, really insightful and a really good look into what it actually takes to both be a COVID-19 patient and also to be the person behind the PPE treating those COVID-19 patients. Uh, some of the things we discuss are how we are currently underreporting the number of COVID-19 patients and how we should be considering clinical diagnosis of patients. And it should be included in the total statistics, not just the laboratory tests, because at this point, we know enough so that we're able to actually pinpoint COVID patients just from a clinical diagnosis. Second is really interesting on my part, actually, is how forest bathing can improve your markers, your immune markers by up to five points just by being around trees, merely because of all the chemicals that trees actually emit in forest situations. And so this is why forest bathing and, and myself, I spend a lot of time in the forest actually improves your immune markers up to five points and that's wow that's amazing um another one is one one really actually really really interesting thing for me is at some point we discussed why she actually wants to be infected right now because it actually frees her from fear it frees her from being afraid of getting infected and by getting infected now, you're actually, at some point, because of your immune system, might be safe from COVID-19. And of course, together with this, is we should be really using this time uh, in quarantine to prepare ourselves. Just like the hospitals are preparing, we should be preparing ourselves to be infected because at some point, we're all going to get infected. And that's something that we all have to think about all have to prepare for, we have to eat right, exercise, get our sunlight, and all of these things. And so this is a war. We have to prepare our bodies to get hit by the bullets. And of course, one of the interesting stories she shared is actually how she treated her own mentor for COVID-19 and how his symptoms don't align with any of the training that she's actually gotten over the years. And she's had to essentially wing it uh, in treating him and that that was really interesting especially since her mentor's life was in her hands of course uh, lastly she's also newly married and one of the things we discuss is how this lockdown has affected uh, being newly married she's been married for a year and essentially got stuck in the in the house with her husband over the last month and it it's like being married for five years she says um, talking about uh, how intimacy in this quarantine has affected relationships. And that's really interesting for me as well. And will be interesting for all of you. So here it is. Uh, Dr. Nina Beltran, pulmonary specialist, triathlete on the front lines of COVID-19. Where do we start? What do you want yeah. to know? Uh, well, just a little background on yourself. No? So what, uh, what do you do and 
where did you go to school, I suppose? And of course, uh, what hospitals do you currently work in at the moment? We particularly presented the gist na already of uh, intro kanina, but uh, significant to this COVID topic, I'm a pulmonologist, internal medicine specialist. I handle patients uh, COVID and UERM. That's my main hospital right now. So we have COVID wards and COVID ER as well. So background, um, no I graduated from UST, Faculty of Medicine, took my residency there for internal medicine. Tapos nag-fellowship, I had my fellowship degree in Long Center, the Philippines for Pulmo. So, so bakit, bakit Pulmo? Why was it a particular specialization that you took? Because I was broken-hearted. I joke lang. Ano? Napalam sa puso. The closest thing to the heart probably is just the lungs. Right, and, right, you know? right. And of course, you're a, you're an athlete also. No, you're a triathlete uh, member of the ano aboitis ba? What's it? What is your tri team? Oh, well, we try to try. I'm a try. I'm into triathlon, and my team is aboitis power uh, tri team. So, yun nga eh. uh, we missed the race because of this, ano. Uh, yeah, lockdown. all the races now, they're all cancelled, no? Parang, I mean, our race, personally, the race that we organize is also currently postponed. It might be cancelled, I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm not yet sure. But, uh, but yun nga, parang all the triathletes, everybody's stuck at home, walang mga carreras. The whole world, essentially. Um, and then yesterday, Tour de France just announced that uh, they're still pushing through, pero delayed by one month uh, to August. So hopefully that pushes through. That will be, I think, interesting for the community to, at least to spectate um, Tour de France. No, and then, but of course, I, I I'm not sure what the situation will be in the Philippines regarding our the races, no triathlons and all of these different things. So. Most of them really has canceled already. Couldn't say eh. Wala. Yeah nga eh. Parang mahirap talaga. Parang week by week, the situation changes. So hindi natin talaga masabi. And uh, so you you were also just married, no? One year ago. <laughs> One year ago. Yeah. Okay, nimbita. <laughs> it's like five years. Yeah. One year, but feels like years because of this lockdown. Imagine being uh, trapped in a... <laughs> parang na-compress yung buong five years into that in the one month of of being together <laughs> adopt no adopt yung ano yung getting to know part and knowing about the hidden baho <laughs> <laughs> wala nang wala nang itatago after one month together every morning evening lunch I guess so but it's so, been good thanks for asking uh, your husband is also, is a military in the military, no? Tama ba? Uh, he's just a reservist. The he's Marine. a reservist. Okay, a marine reservist. Enlisted chat. Okay, okay. And is he also deployed uh, during this time or or no? Uh, what we usually do, he's just uh, acting as para a volunteer individual. But of course, there, 
their team or whatever they call it, <laughs> their unit, um, parang heads several volunteer uh, or NGO activities as well. So, mga relief operations, some of okay. his tropa, I think, are are deployed in the checkpoints, mm-hmm. mga frontliners, ganun. But him, mostly the his deck is in uh, delivering or supplying sa mga hospitals ng PPE and Okay, okay. So uh, I was looking at your parang your feed no. Normally parang daily or maybe two or three times a week may kang pino-post na clinic chronicles. Eh nakakatawa yung mga clinic chronicles mo eh. So can you can you share some of the stories there with the clinic chronicles and what what uh, what your experiences are with your your patients, no? Nagutayan, but it's all written out of ano lang, uh, fun or I'm not yeah, course, mocking and <laughs> yeah. I mean it's 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 I something a lot fun. of doc a lot of doctors have to go through diba parang and I'm probably one of those people who might become a clinic chronicle at some point uh, I would think. I'm not very well versed <laughs> in all of these things <laughs> well, anyways kasi ang fun lang uh, I have this parang status or what what not in my facebook feed that tells about my my daily encounters with patients na most often than not ang kulit like example ba yeah like, example yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah like for example when this outbreak of um covid-19 is about to start Siyempre, we've just been hearing it from the other countries, mga ganyan. So, we're screening patients. So, I received this patient, 24-year-old. So, we are told na dapat watch out for cough, colds, fever. So, may dumating na pasyente. So, that's the complaint. So, we had to uh, get the medical or the travel history. So, I asked her, um, do you have travel history po? Meron po ba kayo? Kasi may ubo daw, lagnat, sipon. May pinanggalingan po ba kayo? Ganyan. Tapos sabi niya, uh, yes, doktora, I, I traveled. So I was afraid. I was, I was really uh, scared at that time kasi may travel history. I wasn't wearing enough PPEs or whatever. So galing, so to check the risk. So sabi niya, travel history niya, galing daw siyang Makati. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's travel, di ba? At least, uh, ngayon, ngayon, that would be legitimate, no? Parang, pag nagsabi sila, oh, galing akong QC. Ah, sa QC. <laughs> ngayon, legitimate yeah, yeah. na yung sagot na yun. <laughs> Pandemic. Well, those type of stories. Uh, lalo na yung mga makukulit. I think, like, like madalas, parang, gano'ng katagal na po yung ubo nyo? Matagal na po. Uh, Ganyan na po kataga, ilang buwan, taon, linggo. So, they couldn't like just tell you three days, two days. Matagal na po. Yung kinasal po yung anak ko eh. Malay ko ba kung kailang kinasala anak mo? Parang That's ganun. true, no? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think parang a lot of the doctors I talk to nga have all of these you know, patient stories. And it's always interesting because we're probably a country with very, not 
not good enough parang medical information that's known by by the public parang it's not it's not it's not known that you should be completely honest about your medical history madami nga uh, we've we've been hearing all of these stories where may mga na infect na doctors because a patient didn't didn't really tell his whole medical history or his travel history baka may tinatago may may mistress or whatever or something i don't know uh all of these things no and and i think there's a lack the real lack of parang medical uh, education i would i would say for the general public you know just mere ignorance not really withdrawing uh, or consciously withdrawing their information but they're really ignorant they don't know that that's actually important right right so so parang this this just happened last month so this this covid-19 it's surprised all of us it just happened and what's the difference between your day last january and your day today <laughs> you're, you're parang as a doctor, how how has that all changed? I'm sure ang laki ng, ng pinagkaiba nung two months ago and, and today, no? I think everybody's lives naman really changed at this point. But uh, my usual day should be just uh, going to the clinic and then attending class. I also teach in UERM kasi as a faculty in the med school. So just now, tapos uh, several clinics around the city. Tapos, sana, di ba, paghapon, workout na, training na. Right, but, right. <laughs> Oo, di ba? Sana. Nasa akatumbal ka na or something. I know. Sa UP run o kaya swim. But now, it's just like hospital and bahay. So, uh, so now, uh, we just go to the hospital every day for morning. Tapos make my rounds in the COVID uh, ward. Uh, I don't go on duties. We have uh, residents who go on duty like um, 24 hours, 72 hours in the hospital. So these are younger doctors. So kami mga consultant, we just um, make rounds. Uh, kanila mostly intubated patients, those who are in mechanical ventilators already. So, check on them and then make our orders. After that, we go home. So, these medical residents are left in the hospital along with the nurses, other frontliners. And they're the ones who are um, all night, we're, we're on call to just like for their referrals. Like, Doctor, uh, yung oxygen. Parang, Doctor, yung gamot. So, it's like 24 hours um, on really call. on. Yeah. And, and have, how has the number of patients changed since, since this whole thing started? It started, let's say, first week of March up to now. Parang from, from the first week of March to now is mid-April, how kalaki yung, yung change sa volume ng patients ninyo? Well, we have we have worldometers, diba? or para mga surveys that are available online already. But uh, sa personal practice, ko, uh, it's more of uh, there's increasing number of more severe the presenting patients. Like before, kasi uh, mild 
talagang pinutakte kami ng mga mild symptoms. Even just mga sneezing, cold, right. o kaya just fear, headache, mga ganyan. People really come and uh, consult na already. So talagang dagsaan. Probably right. because of uh, lack of information pa at that time on what to do if you have cold. Like, uh-huh. And since we have probably um, a good uh system in place na di ba may mga instructions na if you're yeah, just my, mild my, pro- my protocol na no tama have a protocol already so um these are managed at home most patients that i see now are really the severe and the critically ill um, patients and and dami and dami dami uh, the the number now i think is for my practice ha, and in our institution, it's really underreported because there are majority of patients are not getting tested anymore. Even the uh, severe, even the severe even patients the are not. Yes, yes. Before the testing kits uh, become available, or kaya namatay na, wala pa yung results. So, mm. but we are patients, or we have a lot of patients that present with COVID um, pneumonia but they don't need anymore because probably the testing kits are not available yet or uh, probably they die. Most of them die before the uh, test results come in. So, uh, and the only uh, record that the DOH have is those who are confirmed cases. So we do not count those um, cases that are not confirmed by lab. Okay, okay. Have, uh, what you're saying is there's basically a lot of cases now, like critical cases in your hospital in particular that have that present with the COVID symptoms but are no longer tested, and then they go through the whole process hanggang sa mamatay sila, and hindi pa sila nabibilang dun sa statistic natin. Is that is that what That's you're saying? Right. Oh. That's right. Or, or hindi test. Not in my hospital. Because of course, we have a network of doctors. We have um, chat groups and uh, research groups that we have now. And uh, same, almost similar experience with them too. That uh, most patients are not tested anymore. And these are not counted in our census or in our statistics. So... So essentially, the daily briefings of DOH is maybe low by 30%, would you say, based on just looking at your hospital, an approximation? We, I cannot really give a very, kahit guesstimate lang, it's very hard at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh. Uh, but, but if you would compare like uh, the testing capacity of other countries versus their number of um, case tests. Uh, ang layo ng sa Philippines na tayo in a, just a few, kunwari, in a thousand, uh, ilan ng percent uh, rate ng positive natin were tested, actually about 90%. Uh, what if yung mga hindi pa tested? Diba? That's true, no? Like, uh, we only have data from the other countries, like in US today, like three days ago, they have been reported that they are starting to flatten the curve in US. Yeah, pero so, 600,000 na sila, di ba? 
But, but the number of cases daily has been uh, stable or gradually decreasing already. But uh, during the last three days, just this uh, April uh, 15, 14, they started counting also the cases that are not tested mm. but present clinically. So, tumaas yung, yung uh, statistics. So, they already so, considered parang symptoms as as COVID. So I think that, that should, is that something that we should be doing also? There's a lot of things that we should be doing. Yeah, of course, of course. But but just for the numbering, uh, just for the testing, would you say just saying parang, kasi at this point, you can already tell practically just from the symptoms of the person if they have COVID without really doing the testing. Parang there's, and the percentages are probably higher that it's positive based on the symptoms yes. rather than it's negative. Tama ba? Yes, yes, I completely agree. Uh, there's there, there's this two ways of diagnosing patients. Kasi. One is just clinical. Like the picture is very uh, compatible with a picture of a patient with COVID. And another one is through testing. So with these two, the, the clinical presentation plus the sort of testing, that's uh, that's the time that you um, can confirm a case of COVID. But but uh, other countries, even if they just have the clinical diagnosis, they count it as a statistic. So count okay. is the confirmed cases. Confirmed cases. So I think yeah. parang moving forward it's probably more important for parang transparency and being able to plan for the future. Like, plan, kailangan natin mag-plan in the next six months, no? For what, yeah. what you guys need in terms of uh, what the doctors need and what the nurses and healthcare professionals need. So, it's actually more prudent to count the clinical cases. Kasi uh, more, is, more counted is actually better data, essentially. Parang... Exactly. And uh, not just in the clinical setting, also community quarantine lockdown um, policies, I guess. Diba? Right. Uh, whether relaxed or they do the lockdown. UP um, researchers and mathematicians from three centers, I think, have published uh, their um, study. Yes, I read long... that one. I read yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yung madabing scenario, is that the one with the... Yes. yes. Uh -oh. So, they explored there kung uh, we have a massive testing uh, in place. If uh, we can get a good guesstimate of the population who will mm -hmm. be infected. Parang what I saw there was without testing, without doing anything, 18 million will be infected by August. That's the that's the yeah. projection, eighteen million. So, and and parang the best case scenario is we will have nine hundred thousand, but by June twenty twenty one. So we're able to sort of stretch the whole curve uh, by one mm -hmm. year, essentially. Parang ganon yung ganon yung best estimate nila. And even with the best estimate, there's something like three hundred thousand people will still die. So. That is with intervention. That's with interventions, yes. 
Yes. So the 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 main uh, I think strategy of the Philippines right now is just the lockdown and flattening the curve. And uh, during flattening the curve, yung parang sa lockdown natin is just to prepare healthcare systems and you know, food security, I guess. Pero the number of cases that will be infected will be the same. So right. It's just, it's just basically moving it forward in time. No? Parang we're just moving the whole caseload throughout the year, stretching it throughout the year. But the curve will still be there. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so would you say, like, you work on the front lines, you work with hospitals. Um, how are the preparations going? Are we using this one month well? I mean, yeah. are we using it well? Are we stockpiling PPEs? Are we putting out beds? Are we buying ventilators, medicine? All of these things that need to be done before the lockdown eases a little bit and then the infections start going, going further. Well, that is, that is the plan uh, during the lockdown. You should prepare the healthcare facilities. Well, in our institution, like Lung Center and UE, I can also only talk about my Of course, yes. Oh, of yes, oh, no, 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 no. But uh, we, were, we are lucky. I guess we are very fortunate to have a very good support group from, like for example, sa Lung Center, since it's a, it's a big um, national center talaga. So at the first few weeks, first two weeks of the... Uh, quarantine uh, donations really came in and um, pulled through. Until now, we have actually surplus of um, PPEs and uh, ventilators. Meron na. Uh, it's it's uh, really adequate. But but I should say it's really from the efforts of our private sectors and through donations now. Okay, so the uh, government the government budget hasn't really stepped in yet. It, they have stepped in, but what they can provide definitely is not enough. That okay. uh, we, the majority they, or essentially they have to spread that fund throughout the whole country. Is that the reason why maybe what they're providing is not enough? Or I don't I don't know. No, I I have no idea. Not say about. DOH, I don't know, but really, parang three spread thin. Right. Even if uh, they announce a long center, PGH, as one of the COVID centers of the whole country, really, diba, I expect mo, dapat mas maraming provisions. It's really yeah. not enough. Right, right. I saw, I saw the, the projections on the study, and it said that per patient, they need about 30 PPEs throughout their... Parang uh, 30 PPEs a day nga yata eh. Something like that. Or 20 or 30 PPEs a day is what's yeah. needed for one patient. Tama ba yun? More or less, yes. Because uh, parang three shift nurses, so in a shift, that's eight hours, eight so 20 PPEs a day. So long center is around 400 to 700 PPEs per day. 400 so to 700 PPEs per day. 4,000 uh, a week. And 
all of these PPEs, they're not reusable. That is what we are trying to explore. Uh, the, the PPEs that are washable in spreading um, infect. Some PPEs we have There are no studies, not medical grade, but um, best effort to disinfect them. Uh, uh -huh. Recent studies, so that's still what we're exploring. Na some PPEs can be reused. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, now that you, you deal with very critical cases, so what are you seeing? Can you maybe describe the process of, of the infection? Like how, oh. how it starts, how, how people go through it, what the treatment is? In a patient? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, for example, we can, we can get as many spectrum in a different patient. So the natural course of uh, COVID when a person is infected, you get infected, the average period of time uh, before symptoms develop, this is day one, this is day zero, I get exposed to, uh, to you who has been infected. After five days, incubate pa yung virus inside your body. So there's no symptoms yet. Uh, in a study, five to 12 days, that's the time when symptoms would develop. Kaya, kaya meron tayong 14 days quarantine after the exposure. Because during the 5 to 12 days, more or less, if you are infected and, and you will get sick, uh, symptoms will show. Mm -hmm. okay. but, but the average, of course, there are outliers. So when you get sick, if you get infected, uh, infected and disease, you can be infected, but you don't have the disease or hindi nagkasakit. Okay. So you, kung ikaw ay infected and you have the disease, you are symptomatic. So these are the terms that can really bounce back. Uh, Mag-interchange. Disease, infected, symptomatic. So anong symptoms mo niyan? You have cough. 90% um, of patients who magkakasakit ay may ubo. You'll have fever. Uh, upper respiratory uh, tract symptoms like cold spread it in. Some patients can present with just anosmia or wala kang pangamoy. Okay. Uh, and uh, about 20 to 30 percent fever. Maglalagnat ka na. So if you are well, maganda immune system mo, your body is able to combat the disease after to, uh, 7 to 14 days, your body is able to flush down or flush out the virus on its own. So, uh, you are capable of clearing the virus with, with or without the mot mm. because you're healthy. Right. right. 81% of the population is capable of clearing the virus on your own. If you are, uh, yun na, yung good immune system, you're healthy, wala kang uh, comorbidities or wala ibang sakit, uh, you're safe. So, uh, you'll get well. So, the other spectrum, when you get infected, wala kang symptomas. Yun naman yung asymptomatic. Between 5 to 14 days ng quarantine period mo, even if you are infected, you are exposed. Parang normal infected. lang. 
parang normal lang, wala ka naramdaman. But uh, during the incubation period and during the quarantine period, you can still be shedding the virus. Ibig sabihin, uh, sa pananalita, paghatsing, ahem, ubo, nalanghap ng katabi mo, ganyan. So, uh, you can still infect other people. So, that's the danger uh, of uh, those are exposed. So, that was termed before as PUM or person under monitoring. So, yun. So, so uh, uh, yung ano ba yun? Like, kunwari, you're a PUM and, and you ha- you're asymptomatic. For instance, uh, kunwari ako, nagpapawis ako, di ba? Can you get infected from sweat or is it something that only from from anything that comes from your mouth or the sweat is sweat infectious is something that I would ask. Okay. So, virus can be shed in different uh, ways. Okay. Since it's a respiratory virus, kasi ang part niya kasi talaga is lungs, the most effective way niya of uh, infecting other people or transmitting itself is still respiratory droplet. Yung sa okay. hatching ubo pananalita. But uh, viruses can exist in the virus, this coronavirus can exist in other cells as well. So pag maraming masyadong load ng, in, ng virus dun sa sweat mo, and, and very close, I guess pwede pa rin. Uh, actually, there have been studies na, o kaya lumalabas pati gastrointestinal symptoms like diarrhea uh-huh. because uh, napasa dun sa pupo and uh, hindi ka nag-hand wash. Ganyan. So, sa, sa pupo mo, fecal hand-to-mouth infection. Parang ganun. Hmm. So, okay. yes, pwede pa. Okay. So, kasi alam mo naman, madami tayong friends no, na athlete and they're, they're generally, they they still want to go out. Mayroon pa ako nakikita mga tumatakbo sa kalsada. So, so it's something yeah. that maybe hindi na nila iniisip kasi athlete sila, malalakas. You know, you have that feeling of invincibility. And if you're infected, then Definitely, you can infect other people around you just from your sweat. No, so that's some that's a possibility. And there was a study because of the sweat. Tapos lalo na pag heat daw HIIT, uh, you expel a lot of uh, body fluids. So more infectious pa daw actually uh, when you run outside. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Than, uh, all right. All right. Wow. Okay. So. This part, <laughs> kaya nga eh, kaya nga. Kaya nga ako, at home na lang, umiikot-ikot sa, <laughs> sa bahay. Or, or just, you know, body weight exercise. Eh, so for yung mga critical patients mo, is there something that is, I would say, similar between all of them? Is there something that you see as uh, similarities between all of your critical patients at the moment who have COVID-19? So we're talking about just the COVID critical patients. Critical, yeah, know? just the critical patients. Yeah. Of course, there are similarities. Um, with the with with more cases that we see each day, parang we define the clinical picture of uh, COVID pneumonia more accurately. Kasi dati, kaya uh, new because it's the pneumonia presents differently from other types of uh, pneumonia infection. Uh-huh. So, uh, 
the similarities is we could go a little bit technical, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, Nito. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, pwede, pwede this, this is, um, Types of pneumonia already. So uh, that's why coronavirus is a bit scary. And parang you can say na talagang life-threatening because uh, this kind of pneumonia can be characterized similarly with patients with ARDS or acute respiratory distress syndrome. Now, this is a very severe um, kind of pulmonary disease na nag edema okay there is a lot of inflammatory factors going on in your lungs and you know if there is inflammation uh sa lungs mo because of the infection uh nagkakatubig ito mga ganyan so a lot of uh go a lot of things are going on and uh the lungs take a lot of toll ang favorite kasi ng SARS-CoV-2 virus is the receptors particularly in your small airways, talagang target niya yun. Kaya baga talaga yung um, uh, number one uh, target organ. So, how is this different from other pneumonia? Well, actually, uh, uh, right now, it's different from other pneumonia or other ARDS because it's a bit technical, but uh, ang ARDS kasi, we have defined it, we have protocols, it's more of a um, uh, ventilation perfusion problem. But this novel coronavirus, uh, it does not respond to the usual um, management protocols of ARDS. So, dati kapag ARDS lang na, na caused by pneumonia, kayang-kaya na ng mechanical ventilator, antibiotic, uh, ano tawag ito, mga immune um, boosters, mga ganyan, and some uh, proning position, mga ganyan, uh, mga strategies. Now, these um, ARDS protocol are not working. Uh, cannot be applied na, na uh, to the T, to this kind of pneumonia. Uh, there has been identified a different type of pneumonia. Yeah. Can I go into the detail? Yes, I can still yes. follow. Oh, naman, oh, naman. Yeah, I can still follow. I know about oh, biology, biology undergrads, so I understand. Um, um, this is really interesting because it's uh, a novel coronavirus because Okay, there's a two types of pneumonia, the H type, sa ARDS to, H type and L type. So, this time, this is the L type that does not respond to mechanical ventilation or, or yung high peep na sinasabi namin, tinutulak mo yung hangin sa baga, uh, dapat nag-respond na. So, this L type of pneumonia that is presenting with, ano, sa COVID patients, hindi ganun yung response niya. Okay. I will explain in layman's term. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, just an example. Like, um, I have a patient uh, very close to me. He's actually my mentor. Okay. Uh, I had a, I had a um, clinical dilemma at that time. Kasi his, um, his, uh, 
picture, his pulmonary picture is very ARDS talaga. Hypoxemia, napakababa po ng oxygen. Bagsak na bagsak ang oxygen niya. Talagang haywire yung uh, bagsak ang kanya, ang taas ng mga pulmonary markers, mga ganyan. Sirang-sira yung baga. CT scan is really destroyed. All the inflammatory um, picture is, is there. So, lahat ng indikasyon ko na dapat i-intubate siya, nandun na. Uh, ibig sabihin na intubate is to already introduce mechanical ventilation. Because uh, laboratory-wise, uh, he should be intubated already. But when you see patients, when you see these kinds of patients, sirang-sira yung baga. Pero ang itsura niya, nagsasalita, hindi naman hirap. Walang halos simptomas. Pangit na pangit lang talaga yung X-Wave. So, Weird, ah? Really. So, it's really baffling because it, it really negates what we know about ARDS or what we expect as its clinical picture. That's why there's there will always be uh, a difficulty in diagnosing patients also kasi they may not present as super yeah, pangit. Dapat pag ganun, hindi na sila nakakatayo, di ba? If you have low oxygen and everything. Yes. So, uh, imagine how many patients out there who doesn't feel anything, pero sirang-sira na yung baga. Yeah, let me show so, you lang a photo. My brother is a nurse in in yeah. in Colorado in the US. And he, he, he showed me this. Eh, wait. Ah. He showed me a photo <laughs> of... Uh, let me show you. It, it's a photo of um, uh, lungs. Yeah. And... And it's basically, wait, let me show. Paano ba yun? Uh, there's a share screen. Yeah. Here. Ayan. Can you see that? It's a, it's a photo of a lungs. And it's basically parang there's nothing anymore. No? That's parang, classic ARDS. It's yeah, that's classic ARDS. No? That's right. So, puting-puti yung baga, if you can make a ninag, diba? like for, for people who cannot read x-rays, the ribs you can see. So, ribs, buto yan. Mm-hmm. And ribs, very solid. If you cannot, uh, the lungs should be black kasi hangin yun. So, if, right. it's as, um, if it's as opaque as the, as the bone and your heart, ganun din kadami na infiltrates inside your lungs already. So if you don't see much itim or the the lungs, which is the air supposedly, you can just imagine the amount of air entering the lungs. Wala na. Wala na. Kasi wala, walang itim. So right. there is no room for gas exchange in, in that one. So you can just imagine the patient, how how do they breathe. Pero sabi niya na, this patient actually looked okay. <laughs> I mean, parang outward <laughs> appearance. Now, this is what... Exactly what you're saying, no? Parang the, the patient who has this x-ray looked yes. like he was fine. <laughs> so, parang, sobrang weird, yes. So, that, that was our dilemma at that time. Actually, uh, with all indications, I agree with your kapatid. With all indications, yung ganyan ang itsura, sa amin, intubate na yan. Ibig sabihin, at that, that picture, he cannot breathe on his own. So, but clinically okay yung patient, ganyan. 
there were studies now that actually intubation would be detrimental to that kind of uh, patient. Mas makakasama pa if you if you introduce high PEEP or uh, parang oxygen toxicity or whatever. So uh, during that time, it was really a hard call because there were no clear-cut guidelines for doctors with this type of pneumonia until recently nga. Uh-oh. Meron na explanation na it's not just a simple ARDS. There's uh there would be two kinds of um of pneumonia. So, diba, uh it's really a call for the doctor. I mean, dasal ako ng dasal noon because uh with my training, I guess, parang sinabi ko na lang, treat the patient, not the labs. So, I was looking at the patient despite that the laboratory or his x-ray all his lab tests are signaling me to you know so to, to intubate him or put him in mechanical ventilator but we bought time uh tried to give non-interventional um medications um actually it's the human body's capability of really flushing this or recovering from this virus talaga yung innate immune system ang pinakagamot sa COVID. So, luckily, it was a, <laughs> it was a good call. It was and, the right call. Um, yeah. And, well, ngayon, ngayon lang lumalabas yung mga, that was three weeks ago. So, ngayon lang lumalabas yung mga um, studies uh, why uh, patients present this way. So, wow, that's something, no? Parang you don't know how to treat and you have to throw away all the knowledge you've built up over, you know, doctors go to school for a very long time to get all of this knowledge and then parang all of a sudden there's this new virus and then pa- and then it presents with stuff that you have to treat it completely differently. Kumbaga, MacGyver kayo right now, you know? You're, 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 you're building new treatments for this, yeah. this whole thing. And and uh, the guidelines or the findings studies are really fast. I mean, at um, at light speed ngayon yung information. Like every day you have to study. Every day you have to keep updated on is this going to be good for the patient? Is it going to be detrimental to the patient? What is true two weeks before may not necessarily be true today. So, um, para it's it's gonna be a real good effort for a doctor to to save one life at this time. <laughs> Kasi, um, we have nothing. <laughs> right, that's right. No, ang hirap, ang hirap niyan. But uh, is there for your patients now? Is there a similarity between them? Are they of a certain age? Obese, ba sila? Mm-hmm. Are do they have? Yes. So, uh, uh, of course, um, very compatible din naman yung subset of patients that we see here. Like, the critically ill and the severely ill patients are really those who are elderly, uh, who are uh, have comorbid inf- uh, uh, diseases. Comorbid means they have other illness like um, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, diabetic, on maintenance medication, mga ganyan. So, these are the um, subset of patients that are really hit hard with this um, virus. So, although there's a small um, number of patients as well, I have as young as 90-year-old 
uh, student na in, uh, patient who has also been infected. Critical so, din yun, the 19-year-old is also in a critical uh, See, with what you showed me with the x-ray, very bad picture of CT scan and chest x-ray, but uh, he's well. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So it's one of those, one of those patients na ganun. No? So, uh, as a doctor who deals with this every day, oh well, not every day. You have a you have a specific program. You said one week on, two weeks off. Is that is that yeah. uh, that's correct? No, one week on, two weeks off. Um, are you afraid? Natatakot uh, ka Like when you when you go to work, natatakot ka ba? Oh, um, well, at first. I was more curious than I don't know, so nerd lang or whatever. Because yeah, we've been reading about the the virus from outside Ganyan. So I was eager. <laughs> I was eager and foolishly eager, I guess, uh, to even volunteer at first to see these patients. Um pero when I see co-workers and uh, other staff, frontliners who are even if they are careful really get infected they get sick uh yes of course i am so afraid <laughs> um nakakapraning uh to to go in and out of the hospital na may merong time na kumati lang lalumunan ko i mean uh, am i infected mga ganyan or mapaem na ako bibilang ko yung em ko every day it Ginagawa ko din yan ngayon. <laughs> Hindi pa ako doctor sa lagay na yan. So, so I can imagine your life. No? Is this counted as cough already? I feel hot. Is it fever? Okay. Uh, so every day you monitor yourself and uh, well, we're just banking on our immune system. Yung returns ng ating pag-workout. Right, right. To boost our immune system because Actually, right now is coming out in combating COVID infections. It's not really the medications, but it's actually boosting your immunity that would really uh, eradicate this uh, this infection in uh, human body. So yes. vitamins, good nutrition. Right. Yeah. Essentially, viral. Yeah. It's you can't really treat it with medicine, right? But it's really you need your body to work on the virus. That's yung... right. There is no antibiotics or no medication for viral infection yung directly uh, killing the viruses. It, right. It, uh, these medications that are supporting our own immune system that would kill the virus. So these are your vitamins. Ito yung mga binibigay natin. These are your... Actually, sleep is uh, sleep. even prescribed. Right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Actually, pinag-usapan namin yan ng functional medicine doctor on the first episode of this podcast na sleep, getting those eight hours is super important in, in terms of boosting your immune system. Yeah. It does. And it, it, uh, it has actually a role in the treatment of uh, COVID ngayon. We give melatonin uh, oh, wow. to that patient. Yes, yes. So can you, can you take us through what kind of treatment do you give COVID patients now? What What is the treat, treatment protocol? You mentioned melatonin as one of the components of treatment and uh, so 
I'll just let you continue. Yeah, yeah. For mild patients, um, it's really like immune boosters. Now we give vitamin C, 500 milligrams twice a day, uh, high doses of zinc. Zinc. Uh, yeah, zinc. Vitamin D. Actually, mm -hmm. these are the um, vitamins that have uh, clinical studies who have um, uh, effects on viral infection. Okay. It's not really. Yeah. Increasing the immune response, essentially. It's not really directly killing the virus, but really boosting your immune response. So, yes, um, sleep. If you can't sleep, you give supportive treatment like melatonin, yeah, like that. So, uh, still give antibiotics sometimes. Kasi, um, most often than not, if viral infection is not uh, controlled, kaya natatalo yung body mo na viral infection, it gives a way to super infection of bacteria. So, right. minsan, we give antibiotics as well. So, for, for, ano, for critical patients, what's the treatment like? How, how do you treat the critical patients? There's still hard, no hard data regarding the management there's no possible um, clinical control trials ngayon. So, lahat anecdotal lang, pasa-pasa. So, but in some guidelines that they have released, we give uh, the anti-malarial drug, which is the chloroquine. or hydro uh, chloroquine, yes, yes. Uh, actually, it does not kill the bacteria. Actually, it helps the zinc uh, enter the cell. So, di ba, ah, it kills the... Okay. That's interesting. Uh, some antiviral medications uh, are also being given, but not walang studies yet. So whatever you can give, parang binibigay na But right now, in critical patients, since we have survivors already, uh, that can donate their blood. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a thing we call parang plasma concentrate uh, transfusion. So you're transfusing it, their immune bodies to from one patient to another. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes. So a patient who has been infected, but um, but this revives and but is recovered. Uh -huh. uh, your body is able to trump over the bacteria. Kasi two ways lang naman si virus eh, ang response niya sa body. Either your, the virus trumps the body, so you die, or your body trumps the bacteria, or the virus. So if your body trumps the virus, that means you're able to mount enough antibodies to clear uh, virus uh, from your body. So, you are able to, uh, you, you have enough antibodies already in your system. So, uh, these um, uh, survivor patients are really critical because we can transfuse their blood to um, patients with COVID because meron na silang antibodies to combat directly the the active viral infection. 
uh, to be clear lang, no, this is not a direct transfusion of blood. You still need to process the blood and then take out the plasma that has the antibodies. Yes, that's just covalent plasma. It's just getting a volume of blood in your body. Tapos is a centrifuge. You get the white part, uh-uh. which is the plasma. Plasma contains a lot of your antibodies. So that is the one that is transfused back to the patient. Okay. And you've seen this effectively work in some of your patients? In, in our patient, it, uh, it is only been applied in our institution this week. Okay. So, ganun siya ka new. Okay. So, we do not have that statistic yet. And uh, it's very hard to pinpoint really what works or not works in this situation kasi we try to give everything. So, somebody nag-work doon. Is it the plasma? Right, Is it right. the hydro? Yeah. So, uh, but you are pushed uh, at the back of the wall. You have to give everything. So. Tama, tama. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a few last questions. No, Just, uh, parang you go out every day and then you come back. What's your protocol when you enter the house? Is there a certain... May mga friends kasi akong doctor na bubuksan nila yeah. lahat ng pintuan hanggang sa toilet and, or, or they take off all their clothes before papasok. Thank you for asking that. Kasi ang daming, ano, miss, miss, what do you call that? Uh, wrong understanding of how oh. the virus transmitted. Uh, I even heard about foot bats, mga ganun. Right, uh, right, okay. oo. Just if if you can just understand the pathophysiology, kung paano nata transfer ang ang virus, hindi naman kailangan magpaka OA. But of course, you have to take extra precautions. So, um, just out of the sa hospital, I do not I wear parang standard PPE. So my uh, clothes, outside clothes, are not. Uh, directly exposed to the secretions of patients. So, naka-standard PPE ka, tapos kung papasok ka pa sa loob ng pasyente, naka-enhanced PPE ka. That's the astronaut suit. Okay. There. So, you have triple protection already when you're inside the patient's room. And then, when you get out, meron ka pang second layer of protection. And then, when you get home, yun na nga. So, uh, Lysol the car, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, hand washing, yeah, triple hand wash yan after uh, going to the patient. But here, um, we have a den. So, parang sa garden, we have hangers already to hang our coats and whatever. Because um, sunlight apparently can kill the uh, UV lights, can UV kill light. the viruses. Okay. Yeah. So, UV lights can... Um, kill the the viruses as well but um we cannot really say kasi the amount or duration of time when it will be killed uh, that's right. a whole new discussion i guess it hasn't been the, studied yet siguro no siguro and there's a lack of lack of information there there has been a lot of information already but yung sunlight kasi is very unstable source of uv and different types of uv uh-huh. So, um, just a concentrated amount of time, 
for example, in just an oven, um, 72 degrees to 90 degrees dapat uh, for at least three hours bago mamatay. So imagine na lang uh, that the right. length of time. So it's really not advisable or enough on sunlight itself, diba? just right. to kill uh, That's bacteria. True. That's true. So it's, so it's bitter, wala ka naman parang weird ano, uh, ano ba process. So when you get home, you take out your stuff and then it's essentially, you leave it outside. Yeah, soak agad sa soap and water. My clothes. Ah, soak agad, okay. So every day, all your clothes for the day, you soak it. Wala nang, wala nang ulit ng damit. No! <laughs> wala nang ulit ng damit. <laughs> you can the, lalo na sa mga woven cloth. So okay. it, it can cling to the woven cloth. Uh, it has been known that the virus can um, persist in uh, cloth for days, for several days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, uh, bleach, okay, yung mga simple detergent or soap can actually kill the bacteria. So soak it already in ano, water. Let's take a bath. Okay. Take a bath again. Uh, okay. Meron so, weird. Wala naman yatong weird. <laughs> wala naman, wala naman, wala naman. Actually, parang that's 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 the that's what I've heard from other doctors then uh normally like set na sila ng ng timba sa labas where they take off all their clothes and then doon na nilalagay uh tapos diretso sa banyo maliligo bago mag-interact sa sa pamilya. I do not agree kasi with those who um, provide foot baths oh. sa kanila yung merong mat or disinfectant sa sh- for the shoes. Right. Take uh, your shoes, di ba? You don't and then touch your face. So, it's not really practical to soak your shoes. <laughs> right. So, so ikaw, like, Pero, do you wash your shoes every day or is it, do you have... Uh, so yung sapatos mo, may sapatos ka pang hospital lang, I would say. Parang yes, yes. Yun na lang. Uh, Just to limit the, the spirit. Oh, separate Pero, shoes for the hospital. The, the uh, mode of, main mode of transmission pa rin naman is through hand-to-mouth, uh, inspiratory, mga ganyan. So hindi ko naman, unless may fetish ka sa shoes mo, yes please. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this other thing because, um, uh, you've seen mga sprayers like that? Sprayers, yes, I've seen. Oh, dito sa amin may ganun. <laughs> yeah, yung mga ganyan. Um, so, so what's your what's your opinion on this? Good that uh, now, medyo late na nga naglabas yung DOH. Dati pa kasi na wala siyang sense. Uh, it has no effect in killing the virus. Actually, the, bacteri- the bac- bactericidal and antiviral effect of the bleach Kasi it's all spilled in sunlight. So okay. if you, di ba yung spray-spray na ganyan, di pag-release pa lang, so wala na yung... UV light, tapos mag-react siya. So, well, binasa mo lang siya. And the uh, anti um, capacity is not already... I see, uh, I see. Hindi na siya effective. So, waste of resources siya. Okay. And uh, yung method of spraying... Kasi ginagamit yan sa different type of virus. That the 
ASF, kaya hand, foot and mouth disease. Right. So, Kasi, yung mga sababoy and, and, and yeah, manok, ganyan. Yun, ginawa yun. Wash down na talaga siya. Kasi, contact siya Right. Right. Pero, parang, given we know so little no about this virus, hindi ba added precaution yun kahit kung sabihin natin wala namang, wala namang effect? Or sayang lang resources, you would say? Uh, not even if you don't know the virus, you know naman the bleach. It, it uh, gets okay, inactivated okay. in sunlight. Oh, okay. So the bleach itself being inactivated in sunlight makes it completely useless. It's like spraying water. Kumbaga, parang ganun ang yeah, and it's toxic. Eh? Toxic siya sa plants, environment. And if you inhale it, it's it's also toxic to, their, to your lungs. So, okay. chemical irritant pa siya. Okay. Um, one last question before we 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 go through this. Um, pag umu umaalis ka ng bahay, no, to go to the hospital every two weeks, essentially. Um, is it something that you think of na possibly mahawa ko and then hindi ko na makita yung asawa ko or yung family ko? I'd be stuck in the hospital because automatic you'd be quarantined, no? That that that's normally what would happen, right? If you get sick, and yeah, is that like actually? Uh, how do I explain this? Major perverse your idea, ko kasi. <laughs> this right, is right. not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, so just a, it's just a scenario. <laughs> it's just a personal, I um, thinking. It's no guidelines, but. Mm -hmm. Actually, I want to get infected. You want to uh, get infected, okay? <laughs> yes, uh, because that's the time. If you get infected, that's the only time. Uh, short of having a vaccine, that's, that's the, the only, only time, time you're time safe. That I'm safe, yes, and that uh, that we can really move on already. Because uh, my antibodies, kena you'll be immune. Right. And uh, uh tawag dito? Uh, I know that I have a good immune system, healthy, exercise, I eat well, mga ganyan. So, I personally, wala ako masyadong fear. Uh, I want to have the the IgG and IgM antibodies already. Okay. So, can... <laughs> I think you're the first person I've talked to na parang, uh, I want to be infected. Is your answer to that question? <laughs> it's not a very uh, diverse thinking kasi some countries those who did not lock down, yun yung ano nila eh, yun yung premise nila no, to true. have everybody infected so that we could already affect uh, herd immunity. So if yes. everybody is immune already, the virus, wala nang kakapitan kasi That's kaya true. na ng chanty. Parang the population. Pero this is a little dangerous idea, no? Because we're in the Philippines, eh. Those <laughs> other countries are first world countries that have very good yes. healthcare systems compared to ours. And and really what the um, lockdown really does is allow us to prepare uh, for when we start right. getting to that herd immunity process. And no, ako, I agree with you that at some point, everybody's going to get infected. Is this something that you you think will eventually happen? Parang the majority of us will get the virus. Yeah, you're right about other countries that have a good healthcare system. Um, and if they get sick, maganda yung support group nila. 
But uh, what I'm saying is just that it's not just the healthcare um, facilities here in the Philippines that should be preparing. I mean, uh, personally, kaya sinabi ko, I'm, I might want to get infected already because I've also been preparing myself. Kasi right. alam na natin at, at one point in time, we will be infected. Parang uh, we it's, won't it's, be... it's not even a, a question of if we will be infected. It's just when, ano? I think. It's just when. So prepare, preparing ourselves also since you know that it's just it's your immune system that will ultimately um, battle this uh, this ano, virus. So eating healthy, no, ang sarap nga eh, no fast food now. It's That's all true. Home. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, your nutrition is better. You get uh, you get at home. You have time to do your exercise, have enough sleep. Because these are all founded now and. And maganda kasi uh, patients or people now are more aware of how these going back to nutrition or just um, having enough sleep, water, exercise can really boost your immune system. Kasi yun yung gamot sa virus. So exactly. I guess I'm also preparing myself for that. Right, Since right. I know, uh, yeah. So that's exactly what parang this whole quarantine period has also forced everyone to rethink the their 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 actual health no i've i've seen like kunwari yung, yung mother ko who's it's not really uh not really someone who exercises at all <laughs> and so eh parang nakikita ko siya nagpapaaraw and, and naglalakad-lakad sa compound and it's something that that like just like we're preparing the healthcare system, we also need to prepare our bodies because eventually we, we are going to get infected. And and it's not a matter of if we'll get infected, it's when we'll get infected. Hopefully a little bit down the line when there's more treatment options available. Uh, or yeah. the vaccine, no, but but generally mm-hmm. it's it's more parang we have to use this time to actually prepare our bodies to to receive the virus. Kumbaga, parang that's that's one of the things we need to be doing. Agree completely. And uh, I just wanted to, to add another thing pala regarding mga studies now that show that have effect in uh, boosting your immune system. And I think you'd really be interested in this one. Mm. Uh, have you heard about forest bathing? Oh yes, of course. <laughs> Alam mo naman ako, I'm always in the forest. <laughs> that is so awesome because they tried it in viral infections. So mm-hmm. it actually decreases about a uh, five-point uh, magnitude in the incidence of um, of viral infections in people who forest bathe. Oh wow! So st- okay. There was a study na. Parang two days siya sila, the, the population was made to walk just two kilometers uh, to four kilometers per day for two days. And for, uh, for just a day, they have, um, they have an increase already in the NK cells or basta yung mga immune system mo, yung right. markers mo. Um, Five point increase. Malaki yun, ano? Tama ba? Malaki. Yeah. <laughs> in just, 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 in
sobrang laki noon uh, uh, decrease in the incidence of respiratory infection. Right, uh, right. Up to one month ang effect. Seven days pa siya and then it gradu- gradually goes down ng one month. So, Buti pala, I right before this quarantine, I was in the forest. <laughs> and so, even not just forest, just being around trees. Actually, it's the chemicals that trees uh, exude pala that's really helping. Oh, okay. So, it's also... It's also yeah. stress maybe, stress-related. Parang you're less stressed when you're around nature. And that, that also helps to boost your immune, immune system. Yes. Uh, and actually, it's, the study is actually the, the one of how you de-stress. Pala. Mm. Kaya pala you are less stressed when you visit a forest, mountain. So you're just around these cows and well after this no you can come up here i owe you a beer sabi ko nga diba <laughs> so you and your husband you can come up to bagyo and your you beer beers are on me <laughs> so, uh, last few questions. Is there a book that you're currently reading? Uh, Ooh, a lot. A lot. Uh, uh, what 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 book would you recommend? This is this is the current book I'm reading, Life After the State, which <laughs> I think may be adequate for what's happening today. Hindi <laughs> connected. Well, I'm yeah, reading. Yeah, hindi connected. I just. <laughs> what, what, what kind of books do you read? What, what book would you recommend? Uh, I'm reading now Trip to Quiapo because Trip to Quiapo. It's, from, it's from Ricky Lee because I'm also in his workshop, writing workshop. Okay. So, okay. you know, uh, very hard to get in. Yeah. So, during this uh, ECQ, uh, we've been selected to be under his mentorship. Wow, lucky, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pero book to recommend is uh, Rashomon. Rashomon, okay. Have you read this? No, uh, no, this I is, have not read that. This is actually a classic Japanese short story book um, authored by uh, Rashomon. Short stories, pero medyo dark. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> medyo dark and uh, twisted, but good literary piece. Alright. Uh, Let me know. Yeah. Okay, Rashomon. I'll put it in the show notes uh, for people who are interested to read the books that you read. Any podcasts that you recommend? Uh, anything that you regularly listen to? Oh. I don't listen much, but definitely your podcast. Yes. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> we'll follow it uh, starting uh, yesterday. <laughs> okay, okay. Ngayon lang tayo nagka-Spotify, so you can only follow it today. On your list, you're the first um, podcast that I will follow. Aside yes, from thank the, you. <laughs> aside from the learn... How to speak Mandarin. <laughs> Learn how to speak Mandarin. So after this whole thing, parang dapat marunong ka na mag-Chinese. <laughs> New world order. 
<laughs> anyway, Nina, thank you. Thank you so much, no? Sobrang enlightening for me learning about all of these things. And I think, I'm sure for the listeners also, uh, there's really this whole um, kumbaga parang cloud of misinformation out there on what COVID-19 is, what the disease can do to your body, what we can do. Parang there's so much fear and I think doctors like you and practitioners can help really uh, cut through the fog you know, for, for a lot of people and, and explain you know, what, what exactly happens to your body and what we can expect. And like, like you said, 80% of us, most of us will actually survive this and uh, how to actually build your bodies back. You know? and, and it really helps to cut through a lot of the fear that's happening now. So thank you so much. Thank you too. All right. Salamat, salamat. <laughs>